Welcome to episode 288 of the Drunk Dash Friends Podcast. I'm your host as always, I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, man, I am, in a ways, tired as hell. <laughs> <laughs> to be a long, to put a long story short, long work week, even longer day today because of, like, all various mishaps, but otherwise, I am finally relaxing around now so i'm doing pretty good at the moment so how are you doing <laughs> doing all right uh holiday weekend so nice three-day weekend yep. uh college football is back um technically started thursday but full slate of games today on saturday um went over to my buddy's place to watch the uh the first hockey game of the year which was awesome they won woohoo uh i was actually and we'll get to a little bit later on uh planning on buying an xbox one x today um but uh we've had currently you so you might hear it on the on the uh on my microphone on the audio as um, we record but uh pretty good storm going on right now it's been going on for off and on pretty much throughout the day actually a, a lot of games in the midwest uh games were canceled because of this lightning and really bad storms so uh Hoping, crossing fingers, the power doesn't go out during this this podcast, because uh, that'd really suck. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, just gonna try to enjoy this nice, you know, lazy weekend. And we got looks like it's gonna be raining all week, so it's gonna be kind of a lazy lounge inside, watch a ton of football and play some games, watch TV, kind of weekend. So which doesn't sound too bad to me. Um, Sounds like an awesome yeah. weekend, honestly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that's what it's going to be, but you know, we'll see. I'm going to try to tomorrow, uh, make my way out and get an Xbox one X, but we will, you know, if it's going to be, keep being pretty shitty outside, I'm not going to well, here's hoping. bother. <laughs> yeah. It's hoping, uh, first world problems. Uh, um, but that was the world's fastest intro right there. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, before we get into to, to what we've been playing, uh, we got, you know, we're kind of continuing on that stretch here. We've had a pretty good uh, string of luck, um, really, since I came back from Vegas, like, about three weeks ago, four weeks, about three or four episodes now. Uh, just an incredible amount of news, um, mostly good, some bad, um, but yeah, it's been, so we got a lot of news again this week, so I'm going to jump right in, we're going to jump into that first. Um this first topic, it's a little bit of a downer. Uh, I don't really want to get into the uh, politics so much of it, uh, but I just kind of want to uh, make aware make awareness of this. And so, if, if you don't know about this already, uh, you know it's what, what's happening. But uh, the Jacksonville uh, unfortunately had the the shooting um, this past uh, Sunday uh, during a uh, EA Madden 19 tournament, uh, where um, I'm not even going to say the person's name. But a competitor in the tournament who lost uh, went and uh, during the finals uh, shot up the place the tournament was being held at. And unfortunately, uh, two people died uh, and the person who did the shooting uh, took his own life in the end. Um, but there is going to be in Jacksonville, they're going to have a, a tribute stream for him um, this Thursday on September 6th. Uh, not a lot of details out yet. Um, they're going to say more. I'm just going to read the, uh, actually the post, um, from the CEO, Andrew Wilson. Um, but, um, 
So just starting off, the the publisher has put forward an initial donation of one million dollars to the help uh, help the families of uh, victims Elijah Clayton and Taylor Robinson, uh, as well as others who were affected by the terrible events of that day. Um, and this is all the the rest of this is a quote from uh, Andrew Wilson, the CEO of EA. Uh, we've all been deeply affected by what took place in the in Jacksonville. This is the first time. We've had to confront something like this as an organization, and I believe for the first time our gaming uh, community has dealt with a tragedy of this nature. Uh, please take time to support each other and the, during this uh, challenging time. Uh, and to, in addition to the Jacksonville Fund, EA will be holding a live stream on Thursday, December 6th. No further details uh, as to what the live stream will, will entail or announce, but it is hoped that uh, the event will bring the community together through play and no doubt encourage further donations toward the charity benefit. So, everything that's earned during this, EA will put, they've already put in a million dollars of their own money, plus putting together this event, and everything they earn will go towards the families, and everybody affected, um, I think 11 people were injured during it, I think that was the final count, uh, like I said, three people um, died, uh, one being the shooter themselves, uh, so, not really, I don't really want to add too much more to that without, you know, get stuff, talk about stuff like this without getting to the the politics side of it um but obviously it's a really sad thing that happened uh it's terrible it's unfortunate that this kind of thing keeps happening um but i think uh ea is handling this probably the best they can do this is uh i think kind of a territory we've never seen before for something like this like we obviously we've seen this for pretty much everything else in the world or at least in this country, uh, every other kind of event this has happened at. Um, but I think um, they've done their best. They've done a very good job of handling this with the press and everything like that. And obviously, one of the biggest companies in the world, so they're probably pretty good with doing the press and do things like that. But um, even like on Monday when I pulled up Madden's, uh, the play Madden, uh, there was a big post um, from from uh, the Madden community uh, community people, the people that work on the game. Uh, about it and everything like that. And they didn't do any updates to the game for a few days. It's kind of uh, like it sounds like they kind of almost like gave them the day off, the time off, because there was EA officials at the at the event. So luckily, I don't think it doesn't sound like any of them were injured. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't really have too much more to add other than that. Other than I, I this is kind of a a positive out of what was an extreme negative um, thing that happened. Uh, anything you want to add to this, Gables? Before we move on. Okay, honestly, I think what EA is doing right now is very positive, and it's very much needed in this kind of trial. This sort of like, uh, oh man, this horrific event that did happen and stuff. I mean, unforeseeable, sure, and to be perfectly honest, I cannot remember a single time in the past 20-something years where event has actually occurred of this magnitude inside the video game world, or the video game landscape, especially to this degree, because... Well, let's be perfectly honest with you. With the amount of mass shootings that we've had around the United States now over the past, like, five years, just seeing something like this affect the video game industry, even touching bases to where we're at, pretty much, it's it's kind of eye-opening in the sort of things. But at the same time and stuff, I believe what EA is doing is right. In retrospect, they've already given, like, a million dollars of their own money to this to like just donate it to like, the charities uh, towards the like the victims' families and stuff. They're doing the stream, doing this and do that. It's overall a positive thing that they can get out of here for all the negative stuff that has happened and stuff. 
but if there's anything that can be learned from this type of thing, it's like, there is no no video game in the world. There's no competitive sport, competitive thing in the world where you should go up and just, like, let that type of anger, let that type of stuff rule your consciousness to the point where you feel like you have to take a life. No one is deserving to have their life taken away from them. Not exact, not even in that remote sense and stuff like that. Nobody has the right to take a life. And at the end of the day, it's like, at the end of the day, it's just kind of, man, I'm just trying to get the words out here because it's, it's just kind of crazy just to think about it. It's like, all that shit just happens. Just basically, you're just mind your own business, doing this and doing that, and then it's just like, you know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I think I'll just end it right there because I am still kind of just gathering a bit of my thoughts and stuff about of that like horrific event that happened in Jacksonville. I mean, hell, even my mom and stuff was just like watching little bits of news. She chimed in, "Hey, hear about the thing that happened that video game thing?" Like, oh gosh, yeah, go. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a tough thing to talk about. Obviously, uh, there's no easy way to go about it. Um, no, I'm sorry for laughing no. right now, but uh, it, it yeah, it it sucks. And yeah, like like you, I was like I was at work, and people people don't necessarily know I do the show. I don't really advertise it at work. Um, it's something I keep separate from that. But people know I play video games, and I was just talking to them. It was like, dude, do you guys really take video games that seriously? And I don't want to turn this to like uh, make it like overshadow other no, and say this no, is worse than not. any other shooting. But um, in a weird, shitty way, this one hits a little closer, I guess, because of this was at a gaming event, and you know we're gamers, um, so this right. one a little more in house, I guess, for that standpoint. Uh, even though right. you know, we do this as a hobby, um, but like people talk, people at work were just uh, like just in, in public were just like uh, and just reading online about people taking this seriously is like this isn't like someone this isn't about a video game i don't want to turn this to another all video games cause violence kind of thing but it's just yeah it, it it's obviously once again it's uh somebody with issues uh yes come out yes. after the fact there was a lot of issues in the past that um uh this person legally bought it and person has a lot of issues in the past uh and that's a whole. I don't, I don't get into the politics side of it. God damn it! Right. So it's hard to talk about without getting into it. But you know, there's some issues there, and I don't want to you know do the um, uh, hindsight thing. But it's happened. It's terrible. Uh, this is a great thing EA is doing. Um, like I said, trying to make it. We're we're finding a positive uh, in a really terrible thing that happened, uh, and I just want to shine some light on that. Uh, and let's move on before we, uh, we get any deeper into that. Um, so the rest of the show should be fairly positive. Uh, not an easy transition to get out of that. Um, but moving on to the rest of the show, um, I want to talk about uh, Destiny 2 Gables. It's the franchise yeah. that will not leave us. We, oh, no matter no. what we do, we could sell the game 50 times and rebuy it 51 times. It'll always come back to us. <laughs> Gables just sold his copy. I re- I I bought Destiny two twice now. I I've I have gotten two season passes for that game, and I gave one to Gables. I got a free. I got two free codes, and uh, it's it's back, baby. Uh, I, know, I actually right? I still have my physical copy uh, because I bought the season pass and I haven't played them yet. Um, but 
they announced the you know all, we don't I don't usually go over this anymore um, unless it's just a really barren week and the, if they announced the Xbox Live and PlayStation free games of the month uh, thing um, unless, or unless it's like some pretty you know it's a really good deal and in this case I think it's I don't know if you really want to call it a really great deal but uh, this is pretty big uh, so Destiny Two is um, one of the free games for PlayStation Plus for the month of September. And not only was it one of the free, it is currently one of the free games of the month. It came out early. Uh, it, it, was, it was released on like Tuesday for free. Um, just the vanilla Destiny Two, uh, right before I think on Tuesday is when Forsaken, the first big expansion, uh, comes out. Uh, oh my god! So it's kind of cool now. You know, I, I as a guy who's gone mostly digital, and now I have a digital copy of it. Um, I actually went back last. W- weekend like actually yeah, a few days before they announced it uh, and started playing through the the season pass stuff to you know to get caught up because I, I you know i'm vaguely interested in forsaken um i do like you know i feel like i gotta justify it every time i play it or talk about it about why i like the game i just like the game it's just fun to play it's so silly like i in my mind i have to like justify it on the show the why i like it justify why you like a game just to other people is just really yeah funny in a sort of way because everyone's like oh destiny 2 oh, yeah God, that route oh. yeah it's like i even do it when i talk to people like out you know in the real world about like about this like i'm talking to him face 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 and it's just like it's like i just like the, the game is good and it's fun to play and it feels great to play but uh, i just don't want to do the grinding aspect i enjoy playing the, the story content some of the side stuff but i don't want to you know do the strike 97 times you know uh to grind out yeah, stuff i um, understand what you mean yeah so i i don't really know what i want to add to that i just thought that was kind of a cool thing uh they also are giving away god of war 3 um remastered as uh one of the wow. other free games so a pretty good month for playstation plus i think um but I don't know, Gables. Are you excited about having Destiny Two free, or Did Destiny Two again? Oh my gosh! For one, I heard this news from one of my coworkers because him and I, along with another friend of ours, played through Destiny 2's campaign and stuff. And he's like, "Well, Gabe, now you have no excuse. Now you got to go through and you got to get Destiny 2. I'm like, "Oh Jesus fucking Christ!" <laughs> I know, right? <sighs> oh, but uh, goddamn game. But uh, I went ahead. Yeah, I'm probably, I am most, more than likely I'm going to download that game, but, uh, oh man, having two big online games to play at once, one being WoW and the other being Destiny 2, I am going to die. (laughs) But, uh, all joking aside though, but yeah, I am very happy with the selections for the PlayStation Plus stuff this month. God of War 3 is a fantastic game, and for people who are fresh off of playing through the God of War release this year, which I haven't. You should definitely give God of War Son three of a, a bitch. go. <laughs> Play the as for Des- game. As for Sorry. people like with like Destiny two and stuff like that, just Destiny two, the base game in and of itself, this is a great deal to get. Honestly, mm-hmm. you're not going to find too many copies of the base game out in the wild anymore because, for whatever some odd reason, they do not have the the, ba- the freaking base game for sale digitally anymore on the PSN store. It's hmm. only a part of a package with the, the what was it, the Curse of Osiris and the Warmind oh. DLC, yep. or you can with buy the, the big old the Forsaken one, yeah. yes, or the Forsaken one as well. 
So, actually, I am happy that they made the base game free, because I don't have to spend another 20 bucks just to get that fucking game again. Because <laughs> I yeah. know it's going to happen eventually. <laughs> well, and I, I, saw, I saw a deal... Uh, just uh, I almost bought it, uh, even though I already had the game. So Justin actually bought it, Destiny Two, for like six dollars on Best Buy. Like the game's been like, <laughs> I've been seeing the game for like fifteen or or less a bunch of times in the last few yes. months. And this is probably why um, get rid of the copies before they release it, release it with the new stuff. Um, but Justin bought this, bought it for six bucks on Best Buy, and it came with a free month of PlayStation Plus. I'm like, so you bought Aww. this game for six dollars, and it came with a ten dollar um value of the place of the PlayStation Plus for for one month free. I'm like I almost wanted to go out and buy a shit ton of copies of that game. So I like <laughs> buy like twelve copies of the game and then put the codes in and sell the game. Uh but the trade in value for that game is like a dollar fifty so it wasn't even worth it. Oh um, I know, right. You can't even get any fucking like yeah. you can't even break even with that. We'd be no. trying to trade in the base game anymore. <laughs> a lot of these online only games like this drop in value faster than sports games do. So yep. um yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought it was a cool thing, you know. Um, Destiny, for all the shit you want to give it, if you just if you're just in there for the campaign, you want to get in, get out. Uh, it is excellent for that. Uh, it was one of my ten favorite games of last year. <laughs> it's something I never thought I would say before uh, until I put that list together last year. But I'm like, oh, oh man, that's it's a fun game. It's a great game. I beat that game twice actually. I beat it again on uh, Extra Life with uh, Nerves from Talking Ship. Oh, there. So, yeah, that's right. I that forgot you did that. <laughs> yep, that game that game is fun to play. And it's always you know, it's always fun to play with friends. So uh yeah. So Gables. Yes. Streets of Rage. Man. <sighs> this is new to me. <laughs> you didn't know about this? No, it was a stealth thing I didn't even learn about until now. Oh my god, really? Yes. Oh Lord, Gables. <laughs> Gables, Gables, Gables. Alright. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So am I. <laughs> But you always make time for Streets. I you don't daily Google search Streets of Rage four. No, I've been doing it before the internet was a thing in like <laughs> 1993. Okay, uh, okay. So apparently Streets of Rage four is a thing. <laughs> I should probably mention that. Yeah, Streets of Rage four is a thing, guys. It's happening. Uh, so people don't know it is a awesome 2D side scroller fighting game uh, from the Sega Genesis era, era. We had like three of them in like two years, and then it just never came back. Uh, yep. There was, uh, the th- three got weird. There's a kangaroo. We don't need to talk about it. Um, but I, man, I wish Justin was here to like, to like, um, verify this, but I was absolutely addicted to the streets, streets of rage two. And then later on, I went back and played one a bunch, um, uh, as a kid. Um, I remember I'd come home and I'd play the game cause it could be in like, uh, like an hour at most. And yeah. I, I would beat that game. I play the game like 10 times in a row. I love that game. Uh, oh. Skate was my boy. Max, some, you know, when I when I got bored with Skate, I play as Max. Um, but it's happening. Uh, it's got a way different, like a neon art style. Uh, oh God! Al, Al, Axel and Blaze have so far have been confirmed. Uh, this is the first Streets of Rage game since 1994. Uh, I can't. What the hell game did they make before this? I'm trying. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, so yeah, so 24 years, blah, 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 I should, probably should have put this in here before I started the show, uh, <laughs> Dot, uh, Dot Emu is the name of the makers, oh yeah, they, um, they brought back Wonder Boy last year, oh, uh, okay, the, they did the, in the Dragons, the Dragon Trap remake, that was fairly positive, actually, 
Yeah, so I remember that game came out and got pretty decent reviews. A lot of people liked it. So I think uh, they got a, they got this now to bring back as well. Um, so yeah, I I am extremely pumped. Um, although, and I, a lot of people feel this way. That was the first thing because I didn't. I was scrolling through Twitter at break and I heard Street Rage Four. I'm like, what? What the fuck? What the fuck's happening right now? And uh, I was probably equally. Uh, I you know I would argue. Um, Gables was probably more excited when he heard about Destiny 2 being free on PlayStation. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, this is a close second uh, as far as exciting things that happened this week for us. Uh, but I immediately stopped right I am like, I hate it at work when people, uh, like, in the break room play, like, stuff on their cell phones, like music or videos, with and just blare it. Or just in general have, like, make noise. Yeah, that happens phone. in my workplace too. Drives me fucking nuts. They're called headphones, people. And then we got people that want to bring in their fucking speakers and blare music. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. No, don't do that. You wouldn't like my workplace. We jam music at our stations. I don't, I mean, if you, uh, that's fine. But in, in the break room, <laughs> fucking stop. Um, it's, it's not just my work. It's it, it, every job I've ever had does it. It's just, oh, it is my pet peeve. Um, but anyways, I, I broke the cardinal rule. But I mean, I played it at a... Nice, uh, nice volume. And I went to the corner where not a lot of people, no one else is, so I can watch it in peace and uh, okay. masturbate. Uh, but uh, the music is terrible. I, I do not like this music at all. Um, and I'm like, that can't be the original music. So I went back, I, and I started. I went in. I started like when I got home that day, and I, I watched it again on the, my TV. Um, and I'm like, that cannot be the music. That is. This music is awful. So I went back and I started listening to music on YouTube from Street to Rage. Oh boy, I forgot how good it was. Like the main theme for Street to Rage Two was fantastic. Um, I can still like in my yep. head play it to this day. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that oh, music so good. And I heard on another podcast. I guess the composer of that game, uh, the original game, is still around to this day making music for games. So just get that guy and just do it again. Yeah, why get... the hell wouldn't they get the original composer of that? point in scenario you know maybe it was busy or something or maybe it was just doing something i don't know but it makes sense yeah they don't get this fucker back i'm gonna be pissed um no release date no other news but it's it's happening we got very little gameplay if skate's not there and rue is i'm gonna blow the fuck up i'm so fucking pissed (laughs) that goddamn king rue comes back and skate's not in it it's bullshit i'm i'm fucking i am God damn it, Gables. <laughs> so, we, you know, I've talked vaguely before about my love of Street to Rage on, on the show. Um, but I don't remember, do you love the Street to Rage, Gables? I love Street to Rage 2. I played through that one a couple times. <laughs> that was an awesome game, A honestly. couple times. Man, let's see. I have played through the game as, I believe, Alex or something like that, the blonde guy. Yeah. Uh, Axel. Uh, Axel. Axel. Well, Axel, my bad. God, it's been a while. But it's generally a game... Every time I go and like get like a compilation disc or, like... Uh, I had the original game, but I got rid of it a while ago. But, uh, yeah, I would always play through that game <laughs> on my Genesis or, like, on, like, Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection. I think I've beaten that game, actually, a total of maybe two or three times most. But... Hmm. <laughs> it definitely has some great music to it and some great mm-hmm. stage and stuff. Also, just recently saw like a complete playthrough or something where someone beat it like in the span of about half an hour and stuff. I think with uh, Max, I think it is. 
Okay, mm. I'm fine with that. Yeah, the big the big steroid, yeah. Yeah, because he's awesome when it comes to speedrunning it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just I just play the game because I enjoy it. I don't play to beat it for the first <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a hardcore Street Rage fan than that person. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, I am incredibly pumped. I hope that comes out sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah. But at the moment it does, uh, I'm dropping everything and I'm playing that. Um, but moving on. Uh, so I mentioned earlier I, I was going to get an Xbox uh, One X today. Uh, and here's the reason why. We talked about last week the rumor. They officially announced it. And it was kind of weird. Like it came out and it was kind of like, I, I, you know, I, I, I came home and I usually like to like, I catch up on stuff throughout the, like what's happened throughout the day on gaming. And it was just kind of got like it was called X. It's called the Xbox All Access Pass, and I don't know if the name didn't or what, but like I didn't feel like it was as big as a deal I thought it would be. I don't know. Maybe it's bigger than me because I don't have an Xbox One, or but I thought you know it would be a bigger thing. But it, um, anyways, uh, the thing we talked about last week about being able to get an Xbox One, or Xbox One S or X um, for over and pay a monthly payment over two years. Um, it's true. Uh, you get you get the Xbox One S with uh, um, for twenty two dollars a month, and with with this bundle, you get uh, no no talk about if it gets, comes with a game or not. Uh, but with this for the for that price, you get um, the Game Pass, and you get gold uh, in, in that pr- bundled in that price together. So yeah, you get Xbox One S um, with all that for twenty two dollars a month, or you get the one Xbox One X for thirty five dollars a month. Uh, and uh, right now, you can only—it's a limited time offer. No, no idea. You can do it now. No, no talk when it's going to end. Uh, but they're only available in the U.S. and it's only available in stores at the Microsoft Store. And unfortunately, oh. in in Iowa, there's only one uh, Microsoft Store. Uh, it's luckily only like a half an hour away, uh, so that's kind of good. Um, yeah. So like I, I mentioned last week, you know, I, I've always planned on getting an getting an Xbox again. Um, and I think this is a good, you know, I don't know when this, when this deal is going to end, so I'm going to pounce on it now, just so I have it, because there, I mean, there's games coming out I, I want to play. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm in for it, I think it's a really cool thing for the holiday season. Uh, Gables, you know, we yeah. talked about a little bit more, now it's, now it's a real thing, now we know what's happening. we got a price point involved now. Uh, this tickling your fancy one. To be perfectly honest with you, I kind of wish it wasn't exclusive to the Microsoft Store, because that's kind of a dropping of the ball sort of way because they could have introduced something like that to other retail stores to where they could actually go through and get the Xbox One X and stuff and then have it be like one of their like uh, plans for things like say with uh, Straight Talk does with certain smartphone like certain smartphones and stuff like the iPhone X and this and that where you could settle it like with a 12 or 24 month payment this and that I think Microsoft kind of dropped the ball with that you know everything all said done though it's like I Personally, probably would not jump on it anyway, only because I'm so much into, like, what I have right now. I mean, I'm looking at it this way, that I have three separate things that I'm playing. Three separate, you know, yeah, three separate platforms, I should say, that is distracting my attention. The main one right now is my PC, because I'm playing Warcraft, but the second is, like, PlayStation 4, then my Switch. And it's like, now it's like kind of an anomaly thing where I'm playing Earthbound on my 3DS, and it's just... I got a lot of video game stuff that I'm focusing on, and I don't think I would even have the time to even turn on my Xbox if even I had one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I understand that, and I'm. This is more like a future-proof thing for me. Uh, yeah, because I I know as soon I'm gonna buy this thing, and it's probably gonna sit there, and uh, I'll probably play a decent amount in the beginning. But then we got shit coming out. You know, I got stuff playing right now, plus stuff coming out. Spider-Man comes out in like a week. Um, yep. So I I feel it's much like my Nintendo Switch. I know it's gonna sit there and collect dust um, for uh, some you know for weeks or maybe a month or two at a time. Yeah. Um, hopefully not like two years like it did last uh, the last one I owned. Oh my um, god! <laughs> so, like, literally, I talked about it before I know, but I had it for two. I had, for, I had it for two and a half years, and I played it a lot for like the first six months. And then after that, I didn't play. I play. I'll set up Cuphead for a week. I didn't play it for two years. Uh, so hopefully, there's some stuff on the horizon that I'm looking forward to um, for that coming uh, sooner, uh, pretty fairly soon. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a cool thing, and like I said, it's just Microsoft with really cool. Um, consumer friendly um ideas and uh being the fact that it's that with those prices the $22 a month and $35 a month that is the exact same price you pay for that over the course of two years where you're paying is the exact amount you would pay if you bought it all at once so you're not paying any uh, crazy interest fees there's no um as far as i can tell there's no bullshit uh uh fees are going to get you on outside if you don't pay it on time that's i i went and i read all the little fine print and stuff because I wanted to find right. out if I can pay, pay make extra payments and it looks like I can uh, because if, if I have some extra cash I can throw right here and there I'd much rather do that especially um, for my job when I work a lot of hours I have some extra I have some extra income and I can throw it out there because I really don't want to be paying on this thing until 2020 because I basically pay this thing off and then uh, in like September of 2020 and then a month later we'll be buying the probably the new Xbox uh, I don't want to do that uh, rather just pay this thing off sooner rather than later. Um, but moving on to some other news. Uh, this about Nintendo. Uh, we talked about it uh, last week. They had their Nintendo highlight, uh, indie highlights. Now this week they had a. It sounds like this might be like the PAX thing. I think I might have said this last week too. But they had like at PAX e, uh, uh, East. They did like an Nindies event, and then here right before PAX West, which is happening this weekend, uh, they had another Nindies event. Um, and I called it, Gables, I fucking called it, baby. Hyperlight Drifter. It even started. It was the first thing. It, oh! Like, <laughs> yes! Oh, it's been my week, baby. We got Streets of Rage 4, Destiny 2, uh, Hyperlight Drifter. September 6th, 1999. You can pre-order it now. You know goddamn well. As soon as I got home on Tuesday, I bought that fucker. <laughs> Immediately oh, bought that thing. Oh, they got they got um, exclusive uh, gear. Uh, I think there's an exclusive sword, and there's like a, a tower you can do. I'm assuming you're gonna fight all the bosses. Um, oh, buddy, I am so excited. It just sucks. Comes out the day before Spider-Man. That's like the one thing that kills it for me. I'm like, why would you do this to me now? It's like they planned it. They knew. It's like Tyler's like probably the most hyped person in the world right now for Hyperlight Drifter on the on the <laughs> Switch because God knows he wants to buy his fourth version of this game because that he's an idiot and I'm gonna do it. I'm very happy about it. Uh, so I was like, but let's drop it the day before the game he's most excited about this year. Let's do that. He's sons of bitches, but I'm gonna still play it. Oh boy, Hyperlight Drifter is here. It's here. There was other stuff. It doesn't matter. It was basically that was kind of the end of the show for me. I blacked out uh, for the rest of it, um, but I wrote oh, down. I didn't. Oh, well, that's. Mm. 
<laughs> but anyway, bitch cables. It, it, there was other things. I wrote them down, uh, but really, that was kind of. I mean, that's all. I mean, who cares what else happened? Uh, yeah. yeah, don't take the smoke from me, Gables. <laughs> uh, so, uh, seriously, moving on though. Uh, oh boy, yes. Okay, uh, Bastion is coming out September thirteenth, along with Transistor. It will come out. That's coming out in November. Uh, two excellent games by the by the same mm. publisher. What the fuck is that? Super Giant Games. Super Giant Games. Thank you. Uh, two excellent games, uh, both of which uh, I think have been on like PlayStation Plus. I know for a fact both of them have been yes. on PlayStation Plus in the past. I believe they've also been on the Xbox Games Gold. But if you haven't yes, played have. them yet or want to buy them again, uh, I don't blame you. Uh, you can do that now, or because I think you can you can pre-order you can pre-purchase Bastion. I don't think you can do it with Transistor yet. Uh, but both those games are going to be coming to it. Uh, Undertale is coming September 18th. Um, Tower Fall is coming out September 27th. Um, it's been out. It was a it was a Ouya game actually at first, and then it came to uh, PS4. It was it? It was like fairly. I think it was like really early in the generation this came out. Yes, it was. It was actually very early within the first year the PS4 was out. We got trans. Like we got uh, Tower Fall Ascension, pretty much. That was mm-hmm. the basically the second the, the like the first port that we got that was from that Ouya game. We got that plus the DLC kind of released later for it. Plus it didn't have any online stuff though. That was the downer of it. But it yeah. did have like a co-op co-play like co-play stuff like that. But uh, for this version and stuff, at least the co-op stuff is going to make a lot of sense since it's portable. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, still doesn't have the online part of it. That was yeah. the one uh, I love that game playing it back then. Uh, when it first came out, that was like the one thing that glaring issue to me for it. But um, along with it, like you were saying, it has all the DLC, uh, DLC content for it with included with it. And um, on this, they're doing a now it's a, it was a four player game. Now it's six players, uh, so you can do six player battles. And um, this is um, Matt makes games. I believe is the name of the company that makes this game or made this game. Uh, Celeste. They also made Celeste, uh, Madeline, and Badeline. Um, are playable characters uh, yes. in in this version, and I don't know if that's exclusive to the Switch. Uh, maybe it's gonna be a free update on like PS4 and Xbox. It must be. That doesn't sound like a console exclusive. It sounds like a kind of similar to say like DLC stuff that maybe timed for a little bit, but it'll come out on other systems. I would expect at least. Yeah, because I because uh, Celeste was came out and everything on the same day. Uh, yes. It's on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation as well. So. Um, I don't think this is an exclusive thing. Maybe it was just something they announced there. Um, Desert Child is coming out this December. That game looks um, really cool. It's like a side scroller shoot 'em up with a really cool like um, Blade Runner art style and some cool um, synth music. Uh, and then uh, Untitled Goose Game is coming out <laughs> early 2019. Uh, but that game looks really fun. It looks uh, amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a fun. It's like basically you're a goose. Whose goal is to go around and piss everybody off in the entire town? It's amazing. Uh, yeah, like it, it just sounds cool. I'm all in for that game. Uh, I can't. I, I can't. I can't wait. I guess it's like I was telling Gills for the show. I guess this game's been around like at like PAX events and stuff like that for a few years. Um, so it sounds like that's just the game. It's called Untitled Goose Game, uh, which I'm totally in for. It's like when Project Octopath Traveler was announced, and that was like the working title, and then just it just became the title. Uh, just keep this as the title. Um, and then uh, the kind of the last thing is, that was announced um, 
was that the makers of FTL, uh, the faster than light game that was big buzz on P- um, PCs back in the, like 2015. Yeah. Uh, their game Into the Breach, which is like a um, fuck. What kind of game is this again? Uh, it is. It's like uh, fuck, like XCOM and like uh, Mario and Rabbids. Uh, turn-based. Um, I'm totally blanking on the words I'm looking for here. I'm gonna Google search them. Uh, <laughs> into the breach. Wow, I had a total brain fart there. Uh, but th- this game actually came out earlier this year on Steam. And um, I never heard of it until now, uh, but it was turn-based strategy video game. It's like turn, turn-based strategy, so like shooting and fighting. And then, uh, but uh, every review I've seen for it is like a nine point, and a, like nine point zero and above. Like everybody's like saying this is one of the best games of the year. Uh, like I said, I had never heard of it until until this. Uh, currently, right now, it's only on Steam and Switch. I don't know if no clue if it's coming to anything else. Uh, but that uh, I I like turn-based strategy games, um, you know, uh, except for XCOM, just because it's it's too damn hard for me. But um, I don't know, anything kind of jump out to you during this uh, Nindies event? Other than Hyperlight Drifter coming out pretty soon, I mean, I was excited for that. Very excited that they did it first thing in that uh, Nindies announcement. But I am <sighs> more so surprised that Super Giant Games is bringing out Bastion and Transistor. On the Switch. I mean, that's exciting in and of itself. Two amazing games. Two mm-hmm. indie darlings, pretty much, from their respective release dates. From their, yeah, release years, honestly. But, uh, honestly, a lot of the exciting stuff that I saw actually happened after the Nindies event and stuff, where you had, like, confirmation of a couple other different games that are going to be coming out. For instance, I think one today was, uh, that was unveiled, like, a patch, some with uh, Valkyria Chronicles, the original coming out i think october 16th or something for switch like not even a full month after the valkyria chronicles 4 i think releases i'm not even sure hmm. i need to double check the release date of vc4 but uh, i think it's like yeah, september 24th yeah but it's it's just the the ideology stuff of all these nintendo indie stuff and all of these developers all of a sudden jumping on board and releasing their content it just it just has me giddy because this feels like the fucking Super Nintendo all over again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. Uh, the it was fun. It's it's really exciting. It's it's fun to see kind of some, uh, you know, obviously not every indie uh, indie game out there is going to like uh, tickle your fancy, just like any other yeah. like, direct or anything else you see. But uh, the the ones that kind of connect with you uh, definitely hit you a lot harder than. Um, you know, I think what like most AAA games would, you know, or do. Uh, it's like it's fun and ex- it's exciting. You know, when a like a E3 press conference or like a Nintendo Direct or whatever, when it's like, oh, cool, they're bringing this back. Oh my god, it's a sequel to this. Uh, but like, their indie games are so different and they're doing trying so many weird things uh, that when you see something that looks really cool, it sticks. You know, like a lot more I think than um, some of those bigger games out there, like Untitled Goose Game. Like, yeah, like the, if, if EA came out and announced that, I'm like, what, what the fuck ever? Everybody but would it, think that they lost their fucking marbles. Yeah, but it's just like you know, you know this game, like that looks incredible, and I can't wait to play that. Uh, so yeah, it was. I enjoyed it, and I you know I enjoy most of these things. Uh, I came away the last few weeks a few games that I had never heard of or no no intention of really playing, and then I saw them here, and I'm like, okay, these look like fun. Uh, there was a game uh, that was shown off at PAX uh, called, I believe it's called Gris. Uh, 
G-R-I-S. It's a Devolver digital game. It's coming out in December as well as uh, Desert Child. Um, that's quickly turning into a fairly busy month for me on my Switch with Smash Brothers and Desert Child. Uh, oh, yeah. But it, it, that game, there's actually a 20-minute uh, video that IGN released on YouTube uh, t- today, and I actually watched it when I got home. I saw a trailer. They announced, they announced it a couple weeks ago. It was a reveal trailer. Um, but it is like, the best way for me to describe it is like, if Journey was a 2D, was was in 2D. Um, hmm. And I mean that in the utmost respect, like uh, someone who loves Journey. Uh, yeah, that game looks incredible. I just want to throw that out there. Like, check that out. Uh, Gris, I believe. Gris or Grizz? I'm not really sure. I'll probably figure that out. Uh, G-R-I-S is how, you, uh, is how you spell it, though. Okay. Um, yeah, but that game looks immaculate. Uh, but moving on to some other stuff here. Um... Battlefield Five Gables, the game we're probably most excited for this year, uh, outside of uh, playing more Destiny Two, um, was uh, supposed to come out on October nineteenth. Uh, yeah. It has now been delayed to November twentieth. Um, wow! Yeah. So um, the general manager of Dice actually came out and said, uh, "This is a quote from him: We're going to take time to continue to make uh, some final adjustments to to core, to core gameplay." To ensure, to ensure we really deliver on the potential of uh, a new Battlefield live service, uh, Tides of War. Uh, he also said, we know moving the launch date means that we'll have to, you, we all have to wait a little longer, but we're going to take our time making making sure we get it right. Uh, they also had some other stuff coming out about how um, they had like a beta, uh, I believe, a couple weeks ago. They had another one, or another one either is happening now or it happened just recently. I can't remember. Um but uh, they, I guess they're taking back taking some of all the feedback, um, and there's a lot of talk right now that I guess the um, the 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 game isn't like pre-ordering very well. The, the pre-order sales are looking pretty bad, uh, <laughs> especially after I guess Battlefield One was like one of the most pre-ordered EA games of all time. Uh, so I I wonder if they got to heart. And you know I think part of it too is you know I mean it's never gonna hurt like EA games and like most AAA games always come out. Right, right on that wire there. Like, this game is kind of done, but it's not like completely done. We still got it's like, ooh, like, oh, we're just barely getting this yeah. in. Um, and um, sorry, so so that's my train of thought there. Uh, <laughs> spaced out for a second. I'm sorry. I was thinking about uh, Hyperlight Drifter and Street Rage. What if the Drifter was in Street Rage Four? <laughs> that just happened. I just thought about that. That sounds awesome. Please make that. I want skate. <laughs> And Drifter as the only two playable characters. Well, and Max. It, we'll just, at the last boss, you just beat the shit out of, of Rue. Um, make that happen, please. Um, going back to Battlefield Five, though. Holy shit. Um, I, you know, I don't. I don't think it's you know it's a bad thing to give it more time. And also, and we've talked about this. Like October is like a murderer row. Of oh yeah. Just incredible AAA games. Like I've said it before, but like we had Assassin's Creed October fifth, the twelfth, Call of Duty nineteenth. Uh, Battlefield, and then we had Red Dead Redemption Two on the twenty sixth. So you got that game sandwiched in between probably the two biggest games of the year, uh, as far as like it's not probably the biggest games of the year for uh, some of the hardcore gamers, but for the casual gamers, those those two games right there are probably going to be the highest selling games uh, of the year. And you're getting sandwiched in between, and you're probably going to destroy. They're going it's going to Titanfall Two itself, where it got well, Titanfall Two was an awesome game, reviewed well. Uh, we got sandwiched in between Call of Duty and Battlefield, and no one gave a shit about the game. Um, moving to November twentieth, where November, 
Uh, I think he got Pokemon on like the 16th, uh, and then yeah. that's it. Like uh, 16th November is. I think there's a couple other games in there, but like as far as like the huge commercial hits, there ain't a lot. So coming out in late November, right before you got the whole like Black Friday to yourself, um, that's probably a great time to come out. Uh, so yeah, I mean I don't really have any interest in this game. Uh, I you know, like I talked about in the past, like. I thought I was ready for about uh, for World War II shooter games. Uh, I am not. I don't care about those. I just can't get myself hyped for it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Any, anything for you on that on this one, Gables? To be perfectly honest, they did that for one sole reason, and that was to get out of <laughs> releasing right around the time where Red Dead Redemption Two released on the twenty sixth. Yeah, I and, perfectly. I honestly believe that, and honestly, that's a very smart business move by EA at that point. Have it be a month out, you know, a month away from all the other big releases that month. Like you just listed, Assassin's Creed, you have Call of Duty, and Battlefield Five was wedged between Call of Duty and Red Dead 2, so it's like, yeah, no-brainer right there. They're going to make adjustments on, on obviously, because they don't want it to be another Battlefield 2 fiasco. But, uh, man, yeah, that's basically what I think. Personally, yeah. it's it's not that big of like a, that's a no brainer, man. Yeah, and it's only a good thing. Like it, it you yeah. know, like I don't blame them. It's probably a smart move financially to get out of there. To um, and it's also better for the game because that means they get an extra month to work on the game. So um, that sounds like a win win to me um, for everybody. That gives you also for gamers when you don't have to play four of the biggest games of the year in four straight weeks, especially when you have two. Uh, trip, uh, first the two biggest triple A game, uh, first person shooter games, and then you have Call of Duty, Battlefield, Red Dead, probably three of the biggest online games that are going to be coming out this year as well. So uh, not a bad thing. So hopefully by November twenty, people are ready for uh, Battlefield. Um, we're going a little long here, so I'm just gonna add a couple more topics. We'll save them for next week. Uh, we're gonna jump into what we've been playing. All right. Uh, I've only been playing one game this week. Uh, I talked about last week. It just came out on Tuesday, but it's been in early access on uh, PC for a while now. Uh, that game is Fire Pro Wrestling. Uh, it just came yeah. to PS4. I pre-ordered it. Um, it was to buy. It, it's fifty bucks. You pre-order it on. It was like forty-five. Um, so, you know, I I, I don't I. I I've tried many times to get into those WWE like two K games. They're just not. They're just. They're not like. Now they're pretty bad, like te- technically bad. Like there's a lot of bugs and issues, but just the, when the game does work, it's just they're just not very fun to play. No, um, they're not. So, you know, and growing up, I love you know I think like a lot of us in this generation love gro- growing up playing those 64 games and the Super Nintendo ones and yep. some of the ar- arcadey Super games um, back in the day, and we, we really haven't had those in a long time. So seeing this last summer when it came out in early access, incredibly, I'm like that game looks like a blast. It was twenty bucks. Mm. I'm like hell yeah, give me that game. Um, and I was really excited when they announced it for PS4 earlier this year. And then when I saw the price, I was like, Ooh. I'm like okay, I'm still gonna get it, but uh, I'm all right. And the, the really I think pushed me over is when they announced like the this is getting really nerdy for wrestling, but the new Japan Pro Wrestling, so the uh, Jap- yep. Japanese wrestling, they announced the. Probably the second biggest um, company outside of WWE uh, in the world. Uh, they announced they had a partnership with them. And one of the cool things about Fire Pro Wrestling is the customability of it. So it looks like a 
HD, like, Super Nintendo-style game. Um, but the cool thing is, like, it's super, like, the customization stuff of it is awesome. Like, they, I, you can go online and you can import players, people's created characters. And, like, I can import, like, people that look just like WWE wrestlers or um, past wrestlers that aren't in the game. Because most of the wrestlers in Fire Pro Wrestling are fake. Um, the only real ones that they have are New Japan guys, which is cool with me. Uh, so I mostly just play as Kenny Omega, um, which is fun to do. Uh, but the game itself is incredibly fun. Uh, there's definitely a lot of transi- translation issues. Uh, like, there's a story mode they added where, like, you go through, like, going through, like, the uh, the, the training school in uh, New Japan, which is a real thing they have. And uh, there's a story mode to it, and you actually got, like, you're getting trained by New Japan wrestlers. Um, and there's no talking, it's just all, like, written dialogue, and there's a lot of, like, uh, spelling errors, like, at one point, like, so it's NJPW for New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, multiple occasions I've seen MP, um, or, uh, MPJW instead of NJPW, uh, the spacing's incorrect, like, they'll have, um, this is, and they'll have, they'll have those two words combined together, uh, just a lot of, like, it's almost, like, not, like, horrific, but it just stands out, you know? Uh, and like, it's like, so like simple, like, um, I, I guess it's so simple you can easily gloss over, but it stands out so badly to us. Um, but it, it doesn't really hit the game, but like the game feels very generic. Like there's nothing like just going through the menus, everything like that. It feels very like P- PS2-esque. Uh, you know, it's not very smooth transitions, long load times. Um, but the game itself is, is really fun to play. Uh, not like you know crazy in depth, which is great because that's not what I want. Uh, but I'm having a lot of fun, especially just uh, you know, like I said, playing with Kenny Omega. Uh, he does the you know he does like the bull club when he points with the gun. Uh, he does you know he does, has his, the, the V trigger, um, the one winged angel, all of that stuff is there. He does the dive over the top rope. It has everything I want from that from that, especially with all the other characters. The story mode seems pretty fun so far. You like you create your own character, uh, importing characters and stuff like that. Uh, I tried going online a few times, and I, I've, I've only been able to find one online game. Um, mm. But all this is fun. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, but I, the one thing that's really sticking with me is that price point. Like, it's really, like, it's almost, like, and it's weird to say, but it's almost, like, making me not, like, not want to play the game. It's just, like, it irritates me so much. Like, this is a really great game, uh, but I feel like it, it's, like, all right, this game isn't going to be like a million seller. You know, it's not going to sell like gangbusters. But there's a hardcore audience that really wants this game. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, let's let's maximize the dollars off of our hard hardest core fans, um, and the people that really want this. And I feel like that's what it is, and almost like you're like we're being taken advantage of in this. Um, but like the game itself, like I said, all of it's fun. I enjoy it. Uh, there's all kinds of different matches you can do. They have cage matches, barbed wire matches. Uh, they have like a match where there's like like um, like like I said, there's a barbed wire match where they take the ring ropes out and they put they make the ropes barbed wire, which is like a real thing they do yeah. in Japan. Uh, there's a there's a match where like uh, the, like you go into the corner and it's C four, um, which is a real thing they do in Japan. Uh, <laughs> fucking Japan is crazy, guys. Um, but yeah, I'm having fun with all of it. It's just man, that like I cannot recommend this game for fifty bucks. Like it is that is way too much money. And then there's a fifty dollars season pass on top of it. Uh, that doesn't really seem like it adds like a crazy amount. Like there's uh, a few more like add some more story modes you can do. Uh, I think there's like, but I don't think there's any more characters are adding to it or anything like that. Um, 
Yeah, it's just it is way overpriced. I would say, even if you're not a big wrestling fan, but you like those old school fans, like those old school games, you gotta be a hardcore fan to want this game, especially for like the New Japan stuff. Um, but if you are, if you know, if you like those games, like this is definitely a check check it out. Like I would I would recommend this to anybody. Uh, but I cannot wait for a sale. This like thirty dollars is like the max you should pay for this game, uh, and that's like the very very max I think people should pay for this game. Um, but that's what I played this week. Uh, I feel like I'm more negative on it than I want to be, but um, like I said, the, the they kind of equal each other out. How great the game is and the price point just kind of like it kind of levels it out a little bit, and it kind of unfortunately kind of ruins hurts the game for me in, in, in that sense. Uh, but that's all I've been playing. Gables, what about you? Well, the thing I could say though about uh, before I go into what I've really been playing though, but what mm-hmm. I am going to say though about New Japan Pro Wrestling, the the whole aspect of uh, the whole Fire Pro Wrestling stuff. I mean, I love the concept of it. I really love the idea that instead of like, instead of making your own sort of uh, wrestlers kind of akin to just how the old school ones were, say for the Super Famicom and even like the PS2, have your own content and stuff with their deal with New Japan and stuff. Play guys like Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada and stuff mm-hmm. like that and just battle with that, you know. My time playing it on the PC, like, a uh, little bit earlier on this year, it was very fun. I mean, there are some issues that I've been reading up on the PS4 version, like, say, low times, like you retouched upon, certain aspects of frame rate that need to be fixed, and obviously certain translation errors for the dialogue for that. But, uh, yeah, that content, the story mode and everything, is coming to the PC version, I believe, pretty relatively soon. I'm not sure about it, but... The gameplay in and of itself is very fun, and I'm happy that you're at least enjoying the, the core game and stuff, because a lot of it's very simple, you know? It's just timing-based moves for your grapples, your strikes, this and that, yeah. and then going through the whole different modes and stuff, like the Japanese death matches, the landmine matches, the freaking, like, uh, gruesome fighting is their akin thing to the MMA-style thing. Yep. And They even yeah. have a uh, G1 uh, tournament mode in there, yeah. too. Which is, yeah, I, that's I, I started exciting. that last night, which is pretty fun. Yeah. What I kind of wish, though, I wish they had ladder matches, you know, or like Ooh, those, yeah. or, yeah, you know, it's like they got uh, certain things you can do with tables and this and that and stuff, but man, having like a ladder match or something like that, that's one of the gripes, man. It's like if you're going to have different types of matches, the, the ladder match in and of itself is not exclusively owned by the WWE, obviously. A lot of those yeah. match types aren't, but I would have loved to have seen that sort of like as an extra content thing they could have brought, you know, alongside different things to say like triple threat stuff. Well, actually they got triple threat stuff. What am I saying? Yeah, they do. But, they have uh, like, uh, yeah, they do have like uh, elimination matches, battle royals and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, that, that content I like. Yeah, and they do have like, uh, like they do, like I said, they have the season pass, so I, I, I wonder if they're going to add more. They haven't really said too much outside of like, you right now you get like, uh, which is kind of annoying because like they already have like content hidden behind the season pass. Uh, yeah. like, like I was saying, like some exclusive, uh, like story modes, things like that you can do. Um, so maybe they can add in that, but fifty bucks is still kind of. If I see it on sale, and I'm still right. enjoying this game. I might, I might buy this pass later down the line. Right. Um, you know, I, I did something similar when Fire Pro Wrestling came out on the PS2. That game was being sold for fifty bucks or something like that when it first came out, but mm-hmm. it dropped to twenty, and that was when I picked it up and stuff. I played I played a little bit of that game too, and that was 
basically as fun as what uh, you're playing right now, you know? It's like the same type of gameplay, the different types of, like, stuff. The difference this time, obviously, it's more, it's more, like, uh, more commercialized and you actually have a wrestling property associated with it instead of something generic and stuff. But the character creation stuff is very intent, you know, very deep. You can create whoever you want. You can put them up. You can create your own title belts. You can create, like, other types of, like, pay-per-views and this and that. But, uh, Anyway, enough about uh, Fire Pro Wrestling, even though it's um, pretty damn fun. <laughs> I do want to mention, yeah, I do want to mention a couple things real quick. The yeah. uh, the New Japan stuff uh, currently isn't on the PC version. Uh, right. It is coming later uh, this month in September. Yes. Uh, and uh, I didn't know this, actually, but it's, it's exclusive on the consoles to PS4. Wow. Yeah. That is yeah. something I didn't know about. I wonder if it's just a Japanese company thing with New Japan. I'm not sure. But yeah. Possibly. Uh, yeah. But, uh, that, that's all I'm playing, so... Alright, so for what I've been playing for this week, it's more or less the same as the past couple weeks. This time, I have gotten my WoW character up to about 63, near 64, but what I had been doing was doing a bunch of mainline story missions for, let's see, the Plague Lands, which I have completed both the Eastern and Western Plague Lands, plus the Swamp of Sorrows or something, or of the sort, you know, it's just basically a Swampland stuff where I go around killing stuff and just collecting resources and doing this and doing that, but the new thing I had been doing is I've been more or less going through different resources, like I have been I've gotten to a past, like, level 60 at level 60, you can actually learn this sort of like a master's, sort of like writing sort of thing, where you have access now to buy winged you know flying mounts pretty much so i have a couple griffins that i've bought with my gold and stuff and now i'm actually flying across the map and just doing this and doing that with stuff but what i'm noticing is i'm finding these little gold spots right on the map these little gold little icons so i go there right and i fly down and they're these little like uh little sources of like minerals and all sorts of coals or diamond like stuff that's all clustered together so i'm using I end up learning a second profession, that's mining. And what basically what that is, is just I just go through, use my pickaxe, and just collect a lot of like metals and resources. That way I can actually just go through and like, uh, when I'm at like a forge, which basically means when I'm going to try to create certain things, different minerals, different types of items and stuff, I can do that. So... What I basically did during the past couple of uh, days is I've just been basically farming a bunch of resources, doing a bit of archaeology digs, and like doing a bit of blacksmithing stuff. That way I can increase the count of the efficiency of each of those slots. So what I mean by that is each profession and each type of basic skill that I learn with my character, like for example, I got two professions that I've learned, Tyler, like blacksmithing and mining. And then you have the basic ones, like cooking, you have archaeology, and I know there's another one, but, uh, well, well, hell, I'll think of it later. But anyway, they have a specific amount of maximum stuff you can get them to, and the way you can increase some of them is basically going to, like, a trainer or some that could, like, uh, basically teach you something of higher level that you can go for, and so you spend gold in order to increase the like the amount of maximum that you got pretty much and so how that's beneficial it allows you to do to do more things like build better gear or like farm a lot better resources or even like go through and start uh building 
and just farming for gold stuff, considering that gold is probably the highest type of currency you can possibly get at this moment in time, from what I'm figuring out. So I've done a bunch of that, and uh, it has become like sort of a thing now where it's like I'm getting used to just going through the whole like motions and stuff. This is basically one of my Zen games that I'm trying to play as pretty much a World of Warcraft. It's kind of similar to how you do with Madden. I'm kind of doing the same thing with World of Warcraft, where I'm playing yeah. it like for about a few hours and then I'm just going back and just doing whatever. But I did have a couple funny things that happened. One, when I first learned, like, got the master like uh, writing skill or something like that, and learned how to basically buy a flying mountain stuff. I went up, I took my griffin up above Stormwind City, right? And so I'm going through the menus of uh, my mounts and stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm up about 60 feet in the air, so I wonder, can I, can I actually switch out mounts while I'm in the air? So I go through, I try to select the other winged mount that I got. It wouldn't let me switch because I was mounted, but it did another thing. <laughs> I basically unmounted, and I fell 60 oh. feet from the air all the way down to the mage quarters. And after I did that, this is like about 10 o'clock at night on a work night. I'm thinking to myself, did I really just do that? And I looked, <laughs> and I was watching as my character was falling all the way to the Stormwood City, and I just started laughing my ass off <laughs> for a good solid five minutes. It's like, <laughs> of course I do something of that nature. <laughs> because they never tell you that you... It's like, no. They don't... It's like they don't allow you to, like, unmount in the air, pretty much. So I figured out... Like, just from personal experience, it's like, you don't want to switch mounts in the air. <laughs> but uh, the second thing that happened was I was queuing up for a dungeon. So basically how you do that, you find a dungeon that you want to play, like a specific dungeon or random, and then all of a sudden you you press the OK button, and depending upon what type of, uh, what type of role that you're playing, either a DPS, which is like an like basically an aggro style player or a healer or a tank or something like that you get queued up and eventually after a certain amount of time goes and stuff you automatically go inside of uh, this dungeon and all of you go forth and you try to complete the dungeon and do the various tasks and missions that are involved with it so I queued up for a random one for the old Burning Crusade map one of those old Burning Crusade dungeons like uh so I did that. I was fighting alongside of them, and of course you have some of the, the elitists that are playing alongside. Like, oh, this guy doesn't know how to do this, or this guy doesn't know how to do that. You know, just basically the most nerdiest shit possible, to where somebody thinks they know a game so well that uh, they got to spoil the experience for like newer players like myself. But anyway, after we got done destroying like uh, another boss or something like that, something weird happens to my character. I go forth, I step... I step off a little bit, and my character falls through the map. He literally fall, he fell through the map about 60 feet. It looked like he fell another 60 feet or something, like, through the stage in and of itself. And I just have this, like, this blue screen, right, with my character. He falls, he crashes, and he dies. And basically, nobody has a way to revive me, because I am stuck in between... Like, the freaking, like, uh, I actually found a legitimate spot to where I find a glitch, and I die because of the glitch. So I had no choice but to release my spirit, or to just basically revive and try to get to that point in the dungeon. After I do that, I could not get back to the point where everyone else was at, because all those characters that we 
all those enemies that we just killed, all those mobs of enemies that uh, basically are around the same level as I, yeah, they basically respawned, <laughs> and I could not get any further. So I basically left the inst- that group. Didn't get any penalties, though. Basically, the penalty stuff is sometimes when you do, like, uh, exit a group, say, abruptly and stuff, it gives you about a 30-minute sort of, like, uh, sort of like an instance where you can't queue up for another one. I basically didn't get that type of penalty because I think at that point the game pretty much figured out, oh, yeah, that wasn't your fault. Here, go ahead. (laughs) And that was the time where I said, you know what, that's enough dungeon queuing for the week. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, other than Colonel Gable's uh, misadventures in World of Warcraft, I have been playing a little bit more of Earthbound on the 3DS. I gotta admit, though, the game is starting to grow a little bit more on me in terms of not only just the characters in and of itself, but also how fun the music is and a lot of the NPC characters that I'm talking to. Now, quintessentially, I'm still at that desert where I am basically beating up on, like, poison fang coyotes and bad buffaloes and freaking, like, scorpions and all this other shit. I'm doing it for a purpose, though. It's because I want to try to level up my party to the extent to where towards the later end of the game that I know that there's a bunch of strong-ass enemies, I want my party to at least be formidable. And at this moment in time, I'm happy to say that my character team are getting close to their late 30s, inside their early 40s and stuff. What I'm doing right now is I'm trying to find, and get this, I'm trying to find a contact lens in the middle of this desert. Now, basically, there is a sign. There is... I'm not joking about this. There is a sign. I'm just just imagining Velma from Scooby-Doo is, like, look, this is your character with you. (laughs) So, basically, there is a sign in the middle of the desert, and it was put up by somebody in the next town over in Foreside, in the Foreside Bakery, to be specific, on the second floor... And it reads, I've lost my contact lens in the middle of the desert. So if you find it, bring it to me. And I'm this, and I'm in Foresight and I'm in the bakery in the second floor. So I have been trying to find this contact lens. And inside it, it's, it's just one of the weirdest things. It's like I'm searching. I'm combing the desert pretty much to try to find a contact lens. Which I we know it's... found shit. <laughs> I know. But I have gotten all the items that were wrapped up in presents in the middle of the desert, so that was that was pretty fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, inside the middle of this desert and stuff, you can actually suffer a status ailment that's called Sunstroke. So, basically, what it does is you lose, like, one HP or something while you're walking. Or, actually, maybe one or four. When you get into a battle and you have Sunstroke, you actually lose four HP every uh, turn and stuff. Like... There's that status ailment you got to keep track of. And if you come across enemies that poison you, like I just said before, like the scorpions or like the coyotes and stuff that have like poison fangs, they inflict about 20 damage per turn. So you got to pretty much go through and try to help like heal them up with uh, Ness. Because what Ness has is this ability that I keep using a lot called Heal Beta. Which, Heal Beta, what it does, it can actually cure ailments like Sunstroke and Poison and stuff. And that's just the thing. With a lot of the skills that they learn, like Ness and Paula and stuff, and another character that I'm going to be meeting sooner or later, they have these things categorized in Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Omega, stuff like that. 
it's sort of weird in terms of like their whole okay this is how powerful this move is and that move is but each of them they'll actually say what they do because there is an option where you can actually go to the help option and it's like okay this is how, what this does this is what this thing card cures that is a big help considering that back when i played through earthbound beginnings i had no idea what the hell the heal stuff was <laughs> or whatever they were used for unless i had to manually try it myself <laughs> So there must have been times I did the playthrough. It's like, you know, I could have done this, and I probably didn't have to go all the way back to the town to heal. <laughs> but, uh, my gosh, though. It's like, the game so far has been fun. I know after I get that contact lens, I gotta go to Foresight, like Foresight City and uh, go to their theater and stuff. But, yeah, the game has definitely been a trip so far. That's pretty much what I would say. But otherwise, that's pretty much all I've been playing for this week. All right, well, very cool, man. Um, it's been a, it's been you know it's been a good week. Uh, it's only gonna get better, Gables, because yeah, it's, we get Spider Man, yeah, in six days. I know, right? I'm excited. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait. Uh, reviews drop, I think, like on Tuesday. So uh, I can't wait to hear what people say. Hopefully, they say good things because I already pre-ordered it and I can't cancel my pre-order um but yeah it's uh we're, we're, we're quickly getting on to the the crazy season of gaming but um uh before we get out of here i want to thank you guys real quick for uh for listening to the show um uh, if you like us you want to hear more from us uh we are on, we're on facebook drunk dashers podcast like and join us there we have, we have a page and group uh at, at on twitter uh at drunk nerds pod uh follow us on there twitch.tv slash drunk nerds podcast Follow us on there as well. It says for friend requests. Be like friends. Friends are good. Uh, on YouTube, uh, Drunk Nerds, uh, please uh, subscribe to us there. Our podcast goes up there as well. So leave us a, a, a big thumbs up and a comment if you would as well. And then last but not least on iTunes at Drunk Nerds Podcast. Uh, please subscribe to us on there. And then um, give us a five-star review at the comment. It would also really help us. The more people that go out there, like and say nice things about us and review us and things like that the more people can see us uh, the better we do so we really would appreciate that Um, until next time I was your host I was Tyler and I have been Colonel Gables so until next week everyone have yourself a fun week have yourself a fun time playing whatever or watching whatever and most importantly of all listen to a good solid episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast hey Gables yep too sweet buddy too sweet Bye, guys. See ya.